1: Uh, we're very well, thanks. Hey, what can you tell us? I thought I saw Stephen May out there uh, not too long ago, but uh, won't be suiting up. No, no,
0: unfortunately, didn't quite get to line really close. Um, just still a little bit sore from the weekend's game. Over in Perth, um, we gave him every chance, but didn't quite get there, really confident that he uh, will be fine for next week. But, uh, no, disappointingly, he won't play. And Joel Smith gets his first crack of the year... Uh, Set had some really good VFL form, so we're really keen for Smithy to have a crack.
2: Uh, Richo Mick Barlow, it might have been that extra 30 minutes you played there at Optus Stadium in the fourth quarter last week, went off, and Stephen Ooh. May, the old body, just couldn't uh, couldn't get back out there and warm back up.
0: Yeah, no, it was an unusual circumstance. Obviously, there was the 30 minutes, and then there was... Uh, they didn't reset the clock, so our defenders were looking up at uh, <laughs> periods of the game where we'll generally slow things down, and we, we, went, we did it way too early because it... <laughs> They were getting a bit confused. It was at 59 minutes at one stage, um, and so they were trying to do their math out on the ground. We probably failed them a little bit with communication, but um, no, no, it was a long, it was a long time on legs game, and um, unfortunately, our incredibly reliable last line defender hasn't got up.
2: Mm, football is a math. It's not uh, not their strong point, Richo. I think, but uh, in terms of Adelaide today, the opponent today, yes, you look at the ladder situation. You guys. Up in the top four, and and Adelaide down where they are. But they they're the side that uh, gave you your first loss at Adelaide Oval early in the year, and and tried some different things with the ball to to counteract some of your intercepts. So uh, have you you reviewed that game in in preparation for today's?
0: Yeah, we have, we have. Um, I mean, they're a little bit different. So are we uh, from that time, you're right. They 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 played really well. They they came with a with a plan, um, Nixie... Uh, went into a little bit of detail post-game about, you know, focusing on our defenders and limiting aerial ball and laying, you know, lowering the eyes on entry, having a go at their offence from a rebound perspective. Um, and uh, and they did that really well. We, we look at ourselves and think that was probably our worst defensive performance. I think, I can't remember the exact score. Um, it was It was high 90s both teams, which is not the way that, that we've been playing all year. So we were disappointed, but... You know, they were terrific, and, and we're planning for them to, to be at their best and go after a similar plan.
2: Richo, Johnny Barker here, mate. Um, good luck today. Number one tackle team, number one contested possession differential, number one forward 50 tackles, number one contested marking team. There's some numbers there that are, that are telling you that you're playing the right way. That should give you confidence coming into this time of year. Yeah, J.B., good day. Uh Yeah, no, <laughs> that we...
0: Um, we are really confident in the method. We we think that um that we play the right way. Uh, you know, when you when you look at how finals are played and, and, and how physical they are and, and how good you have to be when there's less time and space. Um yeah, we, we, we like to go game play that way. It suits our our talent. We you know, when looking at the method and how we're gonna play, we looked at who we've got and we've got some real boosts in the midfield. Um we we've got some Real speed to complement our taller players forward of the ball, and um, and we we certainly mark the ball well behind the footy. So you know it's it makes sense for us to play a method that suits those players. And at this stage, they've um they've done a terrific job. We've had some blips, obviously. You're gonna have to look at um, results over this weekend. If you're not at your best, you're gonna you're gonna fall short. Um, but no, we we think we're we're heading the right way, JB, and I yeah. think we have a method that's going to stand up when it counts most.
2: Now, mate, there's a there's a guy I love watching play, Luke Jackson. He, he, his mm. contest is, is is outstanding, but how's his follow-up for a big fella? Well, talk us, can you talk us through a little bit about his journey and 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 who he is as a as a as a person? Yeah,
0: um, he's um, he's got a bit of basketball. He's, he's uh, played for Australia as a junior, so he has that that you know the awareness that we've mm. seen over the years from the from the Pendlebury types. He's um, he never wastes a footy, but he doesn't look brilliant with the ball in hand technically, but it, but it always works. Um, if I can give you a quick story to, to perhaps summarise what he's like, when Gorn went out of the team towards the back end of last year, Jaco came in as the main ruck. He did his hammy early in the game. He felt a bit of awareness. He spoke to the docs. It ended up being a pretty significant injury. He played the whole game out and was just outstanding for us. In fact, he got the, the oh. Rising Star nomination on the back of it. So that's what he's like. He's... Uh, He's an ultimate team player. He's um, He'll never get really big numbers because as opposed to peeling off to receive, he's probably more likely going to go and block or um, do something that would be for the benefit of others. Pickett's not dissimilar, really. So he's, yeah, he's a special player. He loves the contest. He's clean in contest. And he executes in contest. So, um, no, we like the way he's tracking.
1: Richo, our producer, Ben, is uh, a dyed-in-the-wool D supporter. And if he didn't love Luke Jackson already, I can just see him beaming, <laughs> smile from ear to ear. So I think you've just let us in on something that will have him uh, even more beloved by the, the Melbourne faithful. Well, that's extraordinary. And, geez, it's almost a dying art, the shepherd. Uh, we don't see it very often. Um, uh, just a quick one. Richo, uh, speaking to Alan Richardson, GM of footy performance from Melbourne. It was interesting during the week, and I know this is not particularly your area, but I just wanted to see if it's a, a feeling that had filtered down amongst the playing group. Um, the, the story in regards to the CEOs all meeting to discuss how the rest of the year might pay out and reported that Gary Pert was really big on that if, if finals can be at the MCG, even with no fans and from a Melbourne point of view, given it's uh, the birthplace of uh, one of the oldest clubs in the game, that, that you'd love your finals to be here... Um, Is that a sentiment that is felt by the playing group and and the footy department as well? Or for you guys, is that not something that comes into your awareness because you're just concentrating on the job at hand? No, a bit of all of
0: the above. So we'll, we'll, you know, our attitude is we'll play anyone, anywhere. But, no, we love the fact that our CEO is batting really hard for our footy program to give us the best opportunity to perform. Um, We would love to play in front of crowds. But yep. um, if, if we if we earn the right to choose because of the amount of games we win and that determines ladder position, which dictates where you play, then then you know we'd want to play at the MCG. Our hope would be that we could get our Melbourne fans there. I mean that's mm. so important to us. But yeah, the MCG is our home ground, and if we play well enough to earn the right to choose, then that's where we want to play.
2: And have a look at it today, Richo. Sun drenched. Uh, there's probably nowhere you'd rather be, is there?
0: No, it's unreal, isn't it? It's look.
2: <laughs> if we Special we don't
0: from the fact that you know you, you you want to play in front of your own supporters and our and our supporters probably have done it as hard as anyone, given mm. how little we've played and the, and the fact that the team's been so positive. So that's been frustrating for our fans. The good thing is that they've been able to connect, you know, through social media with our footy club. You know, we we get a lot of messages of support. and... Best wishes. So that's been brilliant. But um, now it's a cracking day at the. I'm sure it's
2: going to be a terrific contest. I'll tell you who's really enjoying the day in the warm-up. It's Mark Choco Williams. He's been around to every player in the warm-up <laughs> and annoyed them, given them some sort of bits of advice on what they're kicking or how they're marking or how they're picking the ball up. Kicking footies. Yeah, he's he's uh, he's energetic. How, how's his impact been? a would have annoyed you across the journey, of course, uh, Richo. But his impact uh, at the club in his initial year there.
0: Yeah, no. Look, he, Choco and I go back a way. I went to Scoresby High School as a, as a young Collingwood supporter, and he was my third teacher in, um, wow. in outer suburban Melbourne. So, um, and uh, obviously he was the Collingwood captain. So I was like a kid in a lolly shop. But he's no, he's a beauty. He, um, you would know Mick having worked with him. He's um, he's always full of knowledge. Um, there's not a role that he hasn't played. He's had success. I've never seen anyone who's driven. To, to make sure that the group that he's working with, or the player that he's working working with, gets the most out of themselves, he's quite challenging. Um, but he challenges in a way that builds self-esteem, and uh, he's been a real acquisition to our footy club. You're right, he, he, he can, being the manager that has to make it all work, uh, he, he keeps me busy at times. But um, <laughs> it, it's it's for the betterment of, of our program. He's uh, he's been a ripper.
1: Uh, we've really appreciated your time, uh, Alan Richardson. Thank you so much. Uh, before I let you go, um, Ben Brown's been a really interesting watch throughout the course of the year. Um, had to ply his trade for long periods when able to in the VFL, but the 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 thought was that. It might have been an area where you just needed somebody uh, to straighten you up ever so slightly. And his performance last week was fantastic against uh, West Coast and not only the ability to kick goals, which he's always good for a, a couple or, or three, but aerially as well. It looked like he was flying for marks and we don't, it's not often what we associate with Ben Brown, but he really stepped up in a major way and, and looks to like he's going to be, come September, a really important piece of the puzzle.
0: Yeah, no, we're really pleased with the way Brown is going. You're right. Um... If you picture Brownie at his best, you know, when the kangaroos were going, well, you'd say that you needed to get flow on the footy. And, and, and I'm not saying that's not true, but what Brownie's been able to do with with the work that he's done with Greg Stafford and the direction of, of Simon Goodwin is to make sure that he's also uh, quite competent when it is a contest. And we do just need to dump the ball forward because of opposition, defence or pressure. And um, yeah, I've been really pleased with that at times outnumbered to bring you know Pickett and Neil Ballant and Spargo into the game. He's uh, no, he's certainly he's certainly exciting. He's got really good footy smarts. I, I like him when he gets the ball high too because he executes so well. Mm. He knows what forwards wants when he when he kicks the ball and no, he's he's definitely heading the right way.
1: A uh, quick update on Tom McDonald before we let you go. Yeah,
0: Tommy. Um, Tommy's not long got off the training track and went really well. So um, yeah, I'd be surprised if he wasn't. Absolutely in the frame for the for the cats next week, which is uh, which is exciting. Viney was able to play one of those practice matches today, where clubs organised amongst themselves, and he was quite dominant. So, um, you know, if Stephen May pulls up the way we expect him to, you know, there's there's three players that'll that'll certainly come back into our team. So, um, puts a bit of pressure on the boys today, which we like. You know, we we did you don't want to have dead rubbers. You you know, we want to make sure we've got plenty to play for, and there's some individuals that. We'll, you know, this will be a pretty important game for quite a few players
1: out there today. And good luck with it, Alan. Thanks so much for joining us. Really appreciate it. Good luck. Good you on Jay. you guys. Alan Bye. Richardson, one of the very good people in football, and we appreciate that access from the Melbourne Footy Club as well. And
2: when making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it.